Hey everybody, welcome to the ANA show. Today, we'll do a quick sobriety status update. Then I'll get into the Monday message, which has to do with removing all that clutter in our mind, you know, getting rid of all that junk that's taking up all that space in our brain, then replacing it with something better, something good. Then I'll tell the story of that time I went to Hawaii, kind of like a little travel review. And bear with me, it's the first one I've ever done. And I actually realized how difficult it could be while preparing to simply just tell a story of a trip I took. So anyway, I'll shut the hell up so we can get to you guys listening to me some more. Well, everyone, I'm excited to announce that today is day 30 of sobriety. That's one month without a drink. Super excited. I'm feeling phenomenal. And I really can't wait to keep going further, you know, get the two month mark, then the three month mark, then six months. And before I know it, hopefully I get that one year of sobriety in, which is the ultimate goal. So let's go ahead and jump into the Monday message, which has to do with removing the clutter. And I'm talking about removing the clutter from our minds, you know, the brain. You see, the human brain is amazing. It has the ability to remember almost everything we see. It can even remind us of every painful situation we've ever been through and how it felt. It can remember faces, images, and even how to get to places and so on. In almost every way, our brain is like a computer. Now, a computer only has so much storage space. And to make room for new files, sometimes you got to remove the old ones. How about we call those junk files? So one way that I knew that I was an alcoholic is that whenever I would go get some liquor, you know, another bottle of whiskey and come back home and go to put it in the freezer, I'd open up that freezer and there'd be one to two empty bottles of whiskey sitting there. And I'd have to take them out so I could put the new one in. You know, sometimes I'd be cleaning out my car or maybe just looking for something and then open up my center console and it'd be crammed full of those small bottles of butterscotch 99s that I loved and I'd have to take those out. I remember one time I was cleaning out a car of mine that I was getting ready to trade in and found three bottles of whiskey under the car seat. They were pints and two of them were still half full. No clue when I put them there. Do you see where I'm going with this? You see, my brain has been compiling and storing junk for years. And just like my freezer, my car, I got to get rid of those, those files. You know, got to delete the junk out of there. But this time, I'm not replacing things with more junk. Oh, no. I got nothing but good files to download and store. Maybe you're like me. You see, I used to try to remove the junk files didn't think there was no hope or use to it or no use for it or no point and the more those damaging thoughts lingered the slower my brain operated the more infected it got you know kind of like a virus you guys I'm kind of on another level right now I hope you are feeling what I'm saying here if we don't get rid of the junk our brain will become infected with a virus maybe it's a virus of depression maybe a virus of addiction or even one of sadness and you need to understand that a computer is an inanimate object 
It can't remove the files or download antivirus software on its own. It takes your hands to do that. Much like how you control your own brain, your own thoughts. So I challenge you to open up the doors of your mind and take out the clutter. Delete those junk files, but replace them with good files. Rid your brain of the virus. Now, let's get to the story. So, the first travel review that I have done, I plan on maybe trying to do some more in the future. I even plan on trying to go to travel different towns uh, here in the near future, like this summer when the weather's great, and doing travel reviews on that just to switch it up. I mean, if I told y'all a crazy story about some something I did while drunk, I mean, I eventually run out. I mean, there is a lot more left, believe me. But I thought I'd try to, every once in a while, throw something a little different in there. So this is what that is. This is the story of the time I went to Hawaii. Slash travel review. So first things first, I get to Hawaii around 8 p.m. I believe it was a Wednesday. Now let me say this before I go any further. A lot of these stories I'm going to tell you, much like today's, there's a lot of stuff I don't remember. Because keep in mind, the past 10 years I've been drinking and drinking and drinking. And I probably have some frontal lobe damage. Like, I probably should get a CAT scan because of all these injuries I've put myself through. So there's a lot of things I probably will not, I won't be able to remember. So just bear with me on that. So, but anyway, let's get back to it. 8 p.m. I'm in Hawaii. And so I get, I get taken by an Uber to my hostel. I stayed in a ton of hostels in my time. I love them. If you don't know what a hostel is, it's basically like, you're sharing a room with a bunch of people and bunk beds and stuff and you all share the same bathroom and it's a super cheap way to travel especially for solo travelers and it's a good way to meet people from other countries heck uh in this story there's two guys from germany like i said i can't remember the name let's call them siegfried and roy let's just we'll just do that siegfried and roy i met them in the same room as me and they're from germany when i stayed in miami beach i met a girl from australia and a girl from turkey I mean, you just meet all these different kinds of people. So I get to the hostel, I check in, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go out and about and check out some bars, see what the nightlife is all about. So that's what I did, and I, uh, I immediately realized it really wasn't, it was kind of dead. So I didn't know if, you know, the weekends or the happening, the happening time there as well, like it is back home. I wasn't sure, but anyway, I went out and about. Checked out some places. I was like, okay, it's cool. Let me let me go ahead and head back. I think it was about 11.30, almost midnight. So I started headed back to the hostel. And uh, also would also want to say that the hostel was only like three blocks from Waikiki Beach. It was a great location. So I'm headed back and I see McDonald's. And I'm like, yo, I could use a fucking McDouble or something. Maybe a McChicken. You know, throw them both together, make that McGangbang that people talk about. If you haven't heard of that, McGangbang is where it's at. Basically, you get the McChicken, you take the top half off. No, take the bottom part off the McChicken, then the bottom part off the McDouble, then you put it together for one sandwich. It's amazing. But anyway, so I was going to go get a fucking McDouble or something at McDonald's, and I'm walking around to the entrance, 
and I notice a bunch of people hanging around. I'm like, hmm, these people kind of look like they could be homeless, but I don't know. Anyway, I continue to make my way through the entrance, and as I'm, I turn to the left to pass by these two columns that is before the entrance of the door, I look down and there's a dude sitting on the ground with his back laying against or up against the column with his dick out pissing. And there's just like perfect little stream like shooting up in the air and curving down towards the ground. And I'm just like looking at him like, what the fuck? And I turn to the, one of these other guys that are standing there and I said, is this really happening right now? He's like, yep. Then that guy proceeds to walk up to the dude and slap the shit out of him. And so he slaps him and he goes, oh, and he falls over. Meanwhile, as he did it, that perfect stream of piss follows him to the ground. Like it's a perfect stream. And as he fell, it fell with him. And I was like, whoa, I think I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and head back to the hostel. And that's what I did. First night in Honolulu, Hawaii. I don't know if I told you that's where I was, but maybe you figured that out when I said Waikiki Beach. Anyway, Honolulu is the part of Hawaii I was at. So yeah, interesting first night. So the next day, let me give you a game plan of what Travis did or a game plan or like an outline of what Travis did every damn day while he was there. I got up, didn't matter what time it was. I was usually wide awake around like eight or nine and then the weather was perfect. It was great. I would go across the street to an ABC market. Now, if you go there to Honolulu, or if you have been, you probably noticed like every two to three blocks, there is an ABC market and it has everything, everything you might need from toiletries, clothing, some snacks, food, and of course, liquor. And so I would get like two to three, if not three to four miniatures of whatever the hell I, I got. I don't remember. I know one time I might have got some Jaeger and stuff. I would get different ones and throw it together. And then they also had a slush machine, a slushy machine that was Jolly Rancher flavored. So I would get a large or medium uh, slushy cup and fill it like a little more than halfway full with, I think either the red or green, if I if not mixed, of uh, the Jolly Rancher shit and I'd get like three to four or so miniatures. And it would probably cost me like 12 to $15. And then I'd mix all those miniatures in that cup and it was as strong as hell. And I'd start sipping. Now, if I was gonna go to a bar, you're still gonna pay more for a drink there, trust me. And it's not gonna be near as strong. So keep that in mind when you go. Like I've said in my past episode or two, I ain't trying to, promote heavy drinking or alcohol abuse go have you some fun if you want to in moderation travis needs to chill that's all i'm saying that's why i'm stopping some people aren't as crazy as me anywho so that's what i do every day and that's what i did right before i went to the first place i went to check out which was the diamond head crater basically i believe it's an extinct or something volcano and this trail starts at the bottom and goes all the way up to the top and the whole thing ascends it, it, like 560 feet plus or so and you're steadily just going up and it's a fairly strenuous hike 
And so that's why I thought it was necessary to just the first thing I did, put alcohol in my system. It was the best idea ever. JK, LOL. You know, I'm joking, obviously, but that's what I did. And so I went there and basically just to kind of give you a rundown of what this diamond head crater is, I Googled it just so even though I was there. Basically, it was built. see beautiful scenery all around you and the higher you go the more you can see and at the top you get a full 360 degree view of Oahu or not you know just Honolulu and all that and there's also bunkers so you can actually get in these bunkers and look out of the bunkers and all that stuff because I guess it was all built from back in the day when you know wartime shit or something I don't know so that was the first thing I do. I definitely recommend you do that. It's awesome. The view alone is amazing. And before I talk about the next thing, a lot of times when I traveled, I want to let you guys know, I always do stuff super cheap. I go do the free shit. Hell, I remember the first time I went to Las Vegas, all I did was just walk around and look at things. I basically just paid to stay there, drink, and fly to and fro. But I always do the cheap shit. So the next thing that's definitely free, unless you go park there or something, is now let me see if I pronounce this right. Manal Falls Trail. Basically, it's a trail, basically from the to get to this uh, the end of it, which is a 150 foot tall waterfall, which is pretty awesome. There and back, it might take you like two and a half hours, a little more, just basically depends on how fast or slow you go how in shape you are whatever and so I went there it was amazing the whole place is full of lush greenery and stuff it almost made me think like if I was in the rainforest which I've never been it just to the rainforest just made me think of that might be the closest thing that I've ever been to that might resemble the rainforest so much green and that's probably because it rains there a lot. Now, see, you could be at Waikiki Beach, be 99 degrees, sunny out, hitting the water up. You go to Manal Falls, 25 to 30 minutes away, it's raining. I mean, that's just part of the, the island uh, weather shit. And so, of course, I think it was immediately after I walked through the gates of the trail, it started raining. And it rained the whole time until I honestly think it rained till I left or exited. Now that I think about it, that's some bullshit. Anyway, so it started raining. And so most of the trail there you're actually walking up to, but it's not it's not uh, a concrete trail. Now you'll walk across like platforms or whatever, wood platforms that are pretty cool, but most of it's just, you know, the dirt and earth. And so I'm soaked. I have my camera that I'm trying to keep dry and it's almost like it's a mudslide but it's not a dangerous one you I'm walking up mudslide trails this is raining and water's pouring down all muddy which is kind of cool but it was kind of annoying and I was kind of getting worried I was like well should I turn around but then I look behind me in front of me there's people I guess it's just normal there's people coming and going so I just stuck with it and went there 
got to the end checked out the awesome waterfall it was pretty cool and so I definitely recommend that and the next place I hit up is a place called Lanakai Beach like I said I might I might be pronouncing that wrong I don't know and I took an uber there now let me tell you this man ubers there can get pretty damn expensive so if you do go there I do know that there are one if not more apps where you can download and actually rent vehicles from people that live there they'll rent you their own vehicles I should have done that I looked into it but I never uh, never never decided to get try one so anyway but keep that in mind if you go ubers can be pretty expensive because I think on the way there to this Lanakai Beach it's probably like 30 to 40 dollars and so I get there and it's a beautiful uh, little beach it's secluded it's kind of like in a neighborhood area so it ain't it's not just like always bombarded with groups of people it was really uh, vacant when I was there There there's only a handful of people out kicking it and you know out a little ways in the water there's two separate little small islands like almost like tips of mountains sticking out of the water it's just gorgeous and beautiful and of course while I'm there I'm there for like 40 minutes I just I'm just hanging out in the water you know taking some pictures checking out the scenery it starts fucking raining and so I go take shelter in some restaurant. I, I kick it there. I don't remember the name of the restaurant. And I, I go check on Uber. To go back from there to Waikiki Beach, it was over $100. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to kick it here for a little bit. Which I did for about another 30 minutes. And I was like, well, I kind of need to get back. And checked on it again. It went down to like 80 bucks. I was like, fuck it. I got to go. So that's what I did. 80 fucking dollars to get back to the Waikiki Beach. So the next thing I did while there was I went snorkeling at, now bear with me, uh, I'm going to say Hanama Bay, Hanuma Bay. I'm probably uh, butchering that basically it's another little extinct volcano that almost like is like a u-shaped uh, area beach and it has like the coral reef and you know while I was looking up ways I can describe it to you guys online it, it hit it on the spot when it said it's like you're snorkeling in an aquarium it was so cool you're literally you're, you're snorkeling and it's not even that deep of water but corals all around you there's so many different colored fish unique fish hell I saw some fish I thought was an eel but it was a fish it was fucking like six feet long but had like all kinds of different colors on it super sick to see unfortunately I didn't see any sea turtles which was a bummer I was kind of trying to keep it safe I've seen a lot of a lot of movies out there where people are out on the beaches and weird shit happens to them. So I was like trying to be on my guard. I didn't want to get too far out there. And so that was pretty cool. You really got to check that out. I even saw a mongoose. Took some pictures of a mongoose while there. That's pretty awesome. The last thing I want to bring up that I did is I went and checked out Chinatown. And yeah, so there's a whole little area called a China. They have their own little Chinatown there. You go there's markets, stores, there's even bars out there, coffee shops, the works. It, it was really cool to go check out. So by all means, you gotta check that place out, Chinatown. 
also that remind that makes me think like is there any other country out there in the world that might have like an america town or is like america the only one i mean i mean genuine question just i'm just trying to figure out I, mean, I feel like i've never heard of it you know i've never heard of another place in the world having like an america town but you know we do have a lot of chinatowns and whatever kind of other towns we might have i don't know fuck okay so let's talk about what else i did i guess in a way but the one thing i want to hammer down is that yeah every day i was at that abc store get my drink on and so nightlife was pretty okay you know siegfried and roy and i we went out a couple times see siegfried he was only like 19 but he is from germany they can drink there at 18 i think so we did try to get you know we went to somewhere a restaurant got some grub he, they caught him though they wouldn't let him drink nightlife was pretty cool i do remember it was just me and roy one night went to a bar tried to hit on some asian chicks and it was not going very well we we just couldn't communicate uh very well they didn't understand what i was saying and i didn't understand what they were saying i ordered one girl a shot of jaeger which she acted like she was excited about then when she got it she didn't want it i was like what the hell so i drank it and also there is an actual big uh asian tourism attraction there there's tons of asian people there that's cool but i don't know if it's because they feel bad for what they did or what but i mean there's even like a whole tour bus fleet dedicated to, to only having asians on and i guess so it's the asian dude speaking in asian while they do a tour i don't know so that was something that also stood out to me and let's see i'm trying to you know like i said guys first time doing the travel review i was kind of surprised how difficult I, this is kind of you know is trying to just talk about my trip to hawaii so but anyway let's see what else is there okay so another thing that you need to try while there is called the spam masubi okay every abc market you go to will have probably a little oven uh, compartment thing like we have here where you can get hot food or snacks spam masubi is where it's at it's basically a grilled slice of spam uh, set on top like a block of rice like you see in sushi i don't know the specific terms for that but anyway it's like a block of rice then i forget the specific name but it's almost like seaweed wrapped around it in soy sauce i know it sounds terrible but it's actually good or i thought it was and then you can get even more fancier with it and find some that have the spam the block of rice then eggs and bacon on top of that wrapped in seaweed and that's even better and it is super filling so lastly i want to talk about the last night i was there and basically if you haven't caught on or you didn't know from what i just talked about the spam masubi spam is a big deal there i guess you know big uh historical uh something like i don't know so maybe something to do with the war back then i heard somebody say something about that was all they really could get there with like spam i don't know the specifics any y'all uh, people that major in that hit me up and let me know correct me if i'm wrong which i probably am i'm gonna be wrong a lot on this show so the last night i was there was uh the spam jam and basically they shut down the whole one of the main roads there at Waikiki Beach 
for about a mile and just there was everybody that owned like a restaurant had their own booth selling their own little entrees with spam in it there were stages with music I mean tons of people everywhere it was pretty awesome and that was cool so spam is definitely a big deal there and before I left I made sure that you know you gotta get a authentic Hawaiian shirt so I got one of those and gave to my dad and I got some Hawaiian coffee to get for my mother sorry bro and sis I guess I forgot about you guys I'll get you next time but so that was my trip to Hawaii and I really enjoyed it I was really glad I didn't get in any trouble or arrested while there in the future I have some shows about you know me being places and getting arrested while there and but I was still constantly drinking the whole time there and that's all I got for you and that is the the story of the time I went to Hawaii I probably butchered this segment but it is what it is I'm not perfect but anywho guys stay tuned next Monday I got a new show don't know what about I like to use the first couple of days during the week to see what kind of feelings I'm getting and then see what kind of things are hitting me hard as far as topics to talk about and we'll have I'll have something brand new next Monday so we'll catch you guys in